Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Jill Griffin. She's the author of Women Make Great Leaders, Real-World Lessons to Accelerate Your Climb. It's great to have you with us. Thank you. I should say it's great to have you with us again. Yes. (laughs) I love being back. Yes, because this is your fifth book. So congratulations. We had you on for your fourth book, which was Earn Your Seat on a Corporate Board, which was terrific. And I remember that conversation, Jill, because at the very end, we talked about the section in the book, woman to woman, and this idea of the dearth of women on corporate boards. So leads into my question. Was that the preamble to this book? Were you writing that book when we were having that conversation? (laughs) I was thinking about writing the book. Okay. And I kept thinking there was so much more to say Mm -hmm. about women in leadership and that I had a lot of opportunity to find great role models to put in these 24 lessons that could teach all kinds of lessons to readers, men and women for that matter. So I embarked on that. Uh, LinkedIn is a great resource because you can go out and identify people you don't really know and say request for interview. And I had so many wonderful women join me for great interviews. That was my question. So it's 24 lessons on leadership. And I was curious how you picked the lessons and how you picked the resources. Did you, did you whittle it down from 40 lessons? One time I had 50 lessons. Wow. And then I started combining and I wanted to be a short read. I wanted to be something somebody could read in an hour to an hour and a half. And so I started whittling down to what I thought were the really key lessons. And there's some sub lessons in there too. Yeah. Which is good. So we'll get to some of those lessons in a minute, but just bring everybody up to speed, remind them of your background and sort of your climb, so to speak, you know, how you got here. In 1995, I wrote a book called Customer Loyalty, How to Earn It, How to Keep It. And it was the first book I'd ever written. It took seven long years to get that book published. I made every mistake one could make. But the good news was what happened, it went into soft cover pretty quickly. And then the U.S. Postal Service picked it up as a promotion item. And they ended up sending 22,000 copies to small businesses around the country. How did how did the postal service pick it up? Do you under, did, well, did you ever find out how they yes, I came across a, it? I had an ace sales rep at Wiley who knew how to sell, and she was really behind the book. And they were looking; they were considering a couple of titles. And mine talked more about direct mail than the others did. So when that happened, then it, I got to earn the right to do a second edition. And this is when everything magical happened. When I did the second edition, General Robert Harris, who was the chairman of USAA, the military insurance and investment company, he and I bonded and he was chairman of Luby's. And they were doing some board seat rotations. So I got vetted and then invited to join that board. And I love the board experience so much that that's what enticed me to write this. Because I looked at 
other books that were out there, and most of them would build would uh, deal a little bit with how you got your seat, but then they would talk about once you got on the board, what you do. Right. I wanted this to be purely how you get your seat. We should say, you'll notice they're sort of companion books. They're yes, very they similar are. covers. They are. We, which is we, great. We I love that. We purposely kind of made them. Terrific. Really, the short answer is writing books. So let's go through some of these lessons. You, you mentioned you whittled it down from almost 50. So many stuck out to me, but one of them is you're very candid about being bullied in the yes. workplace. And this is a, this is a very sort of passionate topic for you. Yes. Um, I'd never been bullied before. In fact, the men that I had worked with up until this point when this happened had been fabulous to me, male champions. And I joined a startup company that brought me to Austin. And the gentleman that I mean, I probably could, shouldn't call him a gentleman, but the, the the guy that bullied me, because of cost savings reasons, they had moved him out of real estate into operations. And if you know anything about marketing in a hotel, operations and marketing have got to work hand in hand. Otherwise, nothing happens for the consumer or the guest. And he... Um, made me his target. Mm. And I tried and tried everything I could do. I got lip service from the CEO. They were very tidy and gone way back. And so I finally quit without a job, Mm. but I had had it. And what happened the very next day, six resignations appeared on the CEO's desk saying that if they didn't get some help for this guy, they were also resigning. Wow. She so there were some major issues. What's your advice to someone well, reading this? Says, I'm my, being bullied or I, yes, you know, I don't it, like to talk about it. You, If you're being bullied and nobody's taking any action on your behalf, consider resigning because it's not worth the loss of self-esteem and energy and uh, your self-confidence. And that's what happens. Right. That's, it's true. And then I, you start and doubting yourself. You start do, questioning you do. yourself. Yes, you do. It's a, it's a slippery it slope. Me, Karen, it took me probably two years to really recover from that. No kidding. Yes. Wow. Oh, it's it's powerful stuff. Yeah, guys, there's so many here that um, that are so terrific. And that's why you have to read the book. C-Suite Radio. You talk about tip number 11, learn to say no. Yes, absolutely. Um, I said yes most of my life. I was our family's trophy child. I got to University of South Carolina making straight A's because I never wanted to go into uh, MBA and was going to need financial help. And I had a couple of instances of burnout. Really, uh, I remember going to the infirmary at the University of South Carolina campus, and I was complaining about fatigue. And the MD there told me, he said, "Young lady, you are exactly the kind of person that a corporation likes to get its hooks into yeah. because you'll give them everything." Mm-hmm. So I, um, I now really know about that and the importance of refilling your tank. Sure. And taking time for yourself and not giving away all your resources. And so I'm really clear about it now. I know I am very, um, I'm very uh, passionate about helping people get on corporate boards and helping women climb. And if things don't fall into those two buckets, 
I look very carefully at the opportunity and oftentimes turn it down. But what's the advice in terms of how to say no? As a woman, many women feel like people yes. pleasers. You yes, know, they can't. They that's just want exactly to right. And please I, everyone. So that's how do you? A very, that's a very are there good techniques point. to say it in a way that's there are. And I have cohesive. three in the book that give you kind of the language to use. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be something like, "Well, that's kind of an interesting idea. Let me give that some thought." Or, um, I don't think that's quite right for me, but here's somebody I think that might be a good fit for. Those kinds of things. Not a fit. And I feel like when you're young, you just don't, you're not armed with those words. That's right. And that's why I really researched what the language was that you should say. It's so so true. Even just drafting emails, um, phrases like that. And we actually have another author discusses magic words. Same idea. That's exactly right. And, you know, you're, you're looking for ways to tactfully stand your ground, but say no. Women make great leaders, that title. Do you think people just don't want to believe it? Not enough people realize it? I think women are making more and more strides. And there's been a lot of articles. One article came out in the uh, Harvard Business Review that showed mathematically that when a woman joined a team, the IQ of the team went up. No kidding. Yes. So I think what is happening here is we need to get the pipeline. We need to get the mid-pipeline built so that these women can then aspire into the C-suite and onto a corporate board. Great. Have you had any, I'm just curious, Jill, have you had any feedback of women who have Use some of your tools and yes. have sent yes. it to the corporate board yes. because of some of your techniques. Yes, and I've, that's amazing. Yeah, I have, and I go on uh, Amazon a lot and read reviews. And I know that p- these people bought their own books. And one gentleman said that he bought it for his wife; she loved it. Uh, that it was just a template for how to get on a board. That's got to um, feel great. Oh, it is. It is. And I tell you, I'm so um, I'm so passionate about this. Women make great leaders that. We have established the flag for Austin. We're going to be the Austin chapter for Austin Women on Boards 2020, and we're having our first meeting in November. Excellent. And we're already getting sponsors and everything to pave the way way. for women on corporate boards. There's so many great and valuable lessons here. Think up, who's your hero, find your people, find the right mentor. We have time for one more. Okay. Which one do you want to talk about? I would say, and this is this is surprises a lot of women, but if you're going to find a champion, look for a male champion. Okay. And the reason I say that is because you can certainly have female champions too, but men still sit in the power seats. And look for someone two and three rings above you. Don't go say, will you mentor me or will you champion me, but get noticed. And the trick to this is it's usually a man that likes to get things done, and he starts to see that you're somebody that can get things done. So that champion uh, angle, truly, with exception of the bully, all my real cheerleaders have been male. And just in terms of the approach of asking them to be your champion, how do you execute? You don't go in and ask. Okay. You get on their radar screen. You So you just let it organically kind yes. of develop. Like one example I could give you real quick is Dietra Quinn 
um, a young woman that started at Liz Claiborne in the pattern department. And then she um, moved into the production department for Liz Claiborne. And she became the secretary to the production manager. And they're all sitting around the table one day and they're talking about that hymn lines are coming up and somebody needs to go to Korea to shorten 200,000 skirts. Well, nobody wanted to go. So Deetra raised her hand and she said, I'll go. And by the time she, she spent three months over there wow. getting that job done. But by the time she got back, she became the go-to person when there were issues. Right. So you get on somebody's radar screen. By your actions. Yes, you do. And let them come to you. Right. Don't go to them. Because your actions will speak for themselves right. and your reputation and your way. Um, terrific advice. I wish we had time to get through all of them. But like you said, it really is a fast read. It is. Slam dunk. Because it is. It, it moves and you one leads to the next and you want to you want to keep going. That's okay, right. That's great. That's and great. the good news about the book is you can pick and choose. Sure. You don't have to read it straight through. You can go to the table of contents, look for a lesson, read that lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, share so. it with your friends. That's great. We look forward to having you back for your sixth thank book. You. Thank you again for <laughs> well, being thank here. Thank you very much. It was very fun. Very fun. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> and if you'd like more information on the book, just head to our website. It's csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winter-Brill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.